Hello, Agape Church and friends. Welcome in to the Building Up Podcast, episode number 100. I am David. Very thankful that you guys are with us today. Episode 100 of the podcast. Very cool to reach this milestone. We um, started this podcast in February of 2020. So uh, over two years ago, as I record this episode, and uh, of course, right um, at the beginning, actually right before the beginning of the pandemic. And uh, so we've uh, had this opportunity now for two years to just record this podcast that is really focused on spiritual growth and helping us to really understand what it means to grow spiritually in following Christ. And those of you who've been listening the whole time, uh, very thankful for you. And, and those of you who have uh, joined at uh, various times, um, very thankful for you as well. And hopefully, um, hopefully you find this podcast to be very encouraging and helpful in your journey and would love to hear from you sometime. If you're listening, you can use the uh, email at the end of the podcast and the outro. And I uh, would just love to know that you're listening. Uh, and uh, if you're outside of Agape, would love to know where you're listening from and uh, just to uh, make that connection. So please get in contact with us. All right. Uh, today's episode of the podcast, of course, if you've been following along, we are walking through, reading through together the wise sayings of Proverbs. And on episode 100 of the podcast, we are on chapter 18 of Proverbs. And we are highlighting some of the key Proverbs in each one of these chapters, trying to gain an understanding of wisdom and, of course, the man of wisdom, Jesus Christ. All of these Proverbs point us to Him. If you do listen outside of Agape, please know that this podcast is going along in sync with a teaching series we're doing on Sunday mornings called Wisdom and Folly as we look at, at a high level, the first nine chapters of Proverbs and talk about the uh, the ins and outs of that book. And so you can find that on our website, agape, A-G-A-P-E, pinson.com. Uh, you can find that series there if you want to follow along or catch some of those some of those messages. All right, so what we've been doing is is taking these proverbs in each of the chapter and kind of grouping them into themes. And really, what I did for this chapter was I I, I have two large groupings of proverbs from chapter eighteen, and and both of them are are involving general lessons in wisdom. One lessons for community. And, and having wisdom, living in community with other believers, and then the other one is just general lessons for life and trying to live as a wise person. And so we're going to start with the lessons for community, being wise in community. And we see this really right off the bat in chapter 18 with verse 1, which really tells us that a willful isolation is a sign that a person just wants to be left alone to make their own choices. And ultimately, it is a rejection of good judgment. The way the ESV puts this proverb is whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire. He breaks out against all sound judgment. So one of the big lessons for living wisely in community is to be in community. And when we talk about that, we're not talking about just being physically present in community, but actually being present in community with all of your life, uh, mentally and emotionally, transparently uh, being in community with other believers, allowing them to speak into your life and 
you as well speaking into theirs. And for someone who isolates themselves, they are seeking their own desires. In other words, they're saying, I just want to be left alone to make my own choices. And that's very interesting because, you know, some of us are introverts and some are extroverts. And so uh, we may say things like, well, I tend toward isolation because that's that's kind of my personality. That's my makeup. Or I've been hurt in church. And so I just tend to withdraw. And 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 I think those things are are definitely valid. They are true. We do have certain personalities. Some of us are more, uh, we lean more toward community than others. Like it's more natural for us. And some of us definitely have been hurt in community. That's a very, very real thing. And I have a lot of close friends and actually a lot of people that go to Agape in 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 this time and season that have been in that place. And it's a very hard place to be in. Yet we're still told in the Bible that there's something in us, there's something in us that when we put ourselves in a place of willful isolation, um, that it, it is, it's easy for us. We do that because we can just make our own choices. We, we're seeking out our own desires, the things that we want, and we don't really have to worry about that input from anyone else. And, and that's important for us to use as kind of a self-diagnostic question when we do isolate. Uh, why am I really doing that? And am I staying away from community because ultimately I just really just don't want the input from other people? That's an important question for us to ask ourselves. Verse 2 goes along with that, essentially saying that it is a foolish person who wants to express their opinions to others, and, and they see no value in seeking to understand other people's views. A fool, the SV says, takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. So, it's a foolish idea to just want to talk and share your opinions with others, but not actually hear from anyone else on their viewpoint. And that goes along with verse one, because we can isolate today. We can isolate out of community, but we can still express our opinion in multiple ways, including social media. But we can keep ourselves from actually being in community with anyone so that we don't have to listen to other people's views. And Solomon and the Proverbs says that's a very foolish way to live. We should be in community with others so that we can, yes, express our views, but also hear other people's side of things and hear other people's views so that we can learn and that we can grow. All right, a few more verses about lessons for community. Verse 8 uh, in chapter 18 says, The words of a whisperer are like delicious morsels, and they go down into the inner parts of the body. This is a proverb that just tells us people really love gossip. And, and if we're honest, um, most, most of us do. Like, um, we're intrigued to know there's something about someone that we could find out about, um, something they've done or, um, you know, a character flaw that they have. Uh, we, we, we tend to just like gossip and we want to consume it and take it in like we would delicious food. And ultimately, we'll share it uh, with someone else the way that we might share with someone a good meal. And so this is a warning proverb that, that we will find gossip to be intriguing and we will find it to be desirable. And we need to be very careful of that because it is destructive in community and ultimately it is not wise at all. Um, it is quite foolish. Verse 13 
uh, also gives us some lessons for community in saying if if someone gives an answer before he hears, it is his folly and shame. So this is a uh, this is a, a a verse that is warning us in community about only listening to one side of the story or only hearing one person's view in the midst of a conflict uh, and making up our mind before we hear. Um, the whole story, or it could be someone that you're in conflict with in community, and you've already made a determination about what you think of them and what they have done without actually going to them and hearing what they have to say. I think verse 17 speaks to this as well. The one who states his case first seems right until the other comes and examines him. So same principle there that uh, in a conflict, the first person you hear from is the one that may seem right as they give you their side of the story. But once you hear from the other person, it will often shed a different light. This may be as simple as, um, well, it could go back to gossip. You hear something that someone has said, you get upset about that. Um, The person who has brought that gossip to you, they are you know, it seems right. It seems like they have the right opinion. But then when you actually go to the person and you talk to them, you find out, wow, this has really been misconstrued or this is uh, this information has really been filtered a lot. And so here's what really happened. And it brings a whole new light to the subject. So I think both of those proverbs are pointing us in community to the importance of listening and listening to all sides and trying to um, trying to avoid conflict where we can, but also handling conflict the right way and going to someone and listening to their side of things, especially before we make a determination in uh, in that situation. And then uh, let's do one more verse. Um, let's see, verse 24 says, um, actually, yes, verse 24, sorry. It says, a man of many companions may come to ruin, but there's a friend who sticks closer than a brother. That's a very interesting verse, a proverb for community. Um, it's actually telling us that it's not the number of friends that you have, but it is the quality of those relationships that actually really matter. Now, I don't think this proverb is telling us to have exclusive friendships in a community. In other words, just find one or two people, be friends with them, and, and, and don't try to be friends with anyone else. I don't think that's what this is teaching. I do think, however, it is showing us that it is really important in your life to build some relationships that are of the highest quality and strength that are possible. Invest in some strong relationships to where you end up with some brothers and some sisters that are that are really even closer than your own family, that they are there for you through thick and through thin. And it is important for us to have those kinds of relationships and friendships in community. Uh, relationships where you are known and where you know someone else and where you have the kind of relationship where you can correct each other and you can encourage each other. And that is more important than trying to make dozens of superficial relationships that may actually end up leading you to a place that when you find yourself in a day of trouble, you may not actually have anyone there for you. So again, I don't think it means to only be friends with a couple of people in community, but I do think it reminds us that building strong relationships takes time. And 
while it's okay to have companions, uh, we need to make sure that we're building in very strong relationships that honestly take a lot of investment so that we have people who are there for us when we need them and so that we can be there for them when they need us. And those are some very important lessons for community. Now, let's do a couple of life lessons as well. We're, we're going to run short on time, so we won't be able to do all the ones that I had in mind. But here are some general life lessons as well about living as wise people. Uh, let's look at verse 14. This was an interesting proverb to me. A man's spirit will endure sickness, but a crushed spirit who can bear. This is actually telling us that being discouraged and saddened is worse than being physically ill. Because if you have hope and you have peace in your heart, then even if you go through a time of physical sickness, you can endure it and you can make it through. But if you don't have hope, if you don't have hope in your heart and encouragement and peace, then life can become really hard to bear. Even if things are going really well in your health, in your financial life, or what have you. And I think this is important because it teaches us in our life how important it is to be an encourager. We could have actually put this in the community bucket, but I think it's how important it is to be empathetic toward people who are going through depression and great sadness and how we should try to be people who encourage others. We can actually be a healer when we can encourage people because helping someone get over their hopelessness or, or giving them a good word at the right time to lift up their spirits, uh, that, is, that is doing something for them that may even prove to be more beneficial than if you could take away an illness that they have. That's a very interesting proverb. Um, Let's see, verse 16 is another interesting one. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before the great. Now, this is interesting to me because a lot of commentators, uh, a lot of people over time, have they think about this passage in terms of a spiritual gift. So uh, your spiritual gifts will eventually make room for you in a church to be able to serve other people. And I don't know that that is incorrect. Um, application of this passage, but I actually don't think that's what the proverb is talking about here. Uh, it, it really seems to be saying, on at least on the surface, that having a gift to give or a present to give someone can make room for you before that person, can give you an audience with that person, um, and, and even if you don't have any other reason to be there. Now, some people, again, other commentators that make this passage very interesting think that it's talking about a bribe, uh, but I actually don't think that's what it means here because in context, it doesn't seem to be talking about this in a negative way. I think it's probably talking to us very similar to Jesus did in Luke 16, 9, when he reminded us that wise people know how to use worldly advantages to make friends for themselves that have eternal implications. So I, I don't think this is calling us to insincerity, but I do think that it is reminding us that we should use the resources that we have in order to bless other people and that in blessing other people with the resources that we have, we can gain an audience with that person and perhaps we can use that audience 
with that person in order to bring about an even greater benefit. And what I'm thinking of there is evangelism, sharing with them about Jesus, uh, talking to them about our faith. Um, So using what we have to our advantage in order to achieve an eternal implication. I think that is a wise lesson for life that we're getting from Proverbs 18. All right, I'm going to have to stop there because we're over time here on episode number 100 of the Building Up Podcast. Thank you guys for being with us today. I hope you will read Proverbs 18 and you will receive from it yourself um, wisdom from the Lord. Until next time, church, grace and peace to your family. Thank you for listening to the Building Up Podcast, a ministry of Agape Church in Pinson, Alabama. If you have a question about today's podcast or would like to suggest a topic for the future, please email us, buildingup at agapepinson.com. To subscribe to this podcast, simply search for Building Up from Agape Church in your favorite podcast app. I can hear the sound.